재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 당신은 중고차를 선택한 것이 아니다 당신이 선택한 건 최초라는 자부심이자 경기 없이 누리는 편리함이며 BMW만의 벽이 다른 책임감 당신은 BMW의 선택을 선택했다 BMW 프리미엄 셀렉션 Sharing inspirational and motivational quotes and excerpts from great books to brighten up your Sunday. Life in Lines. It is time for Life in Lines. During Life in Lines, we take a closer look at excerpts and quotes from classics we have heard of but never actually read very closely. Each week, we'll look at different books following a monthly theme. The theme for this month, celebrating the month of Gyeongjeol or National Foundation Day, is the foundation myth of ancient Korean dynasties. Today, I bring you the tale of Chak j e g o n the story of the grandfather of Wang Gon. the man who founded Korea by uniting the three kingdoms in the year 918. Before I get into the tale of Chak j e g o n here's a little background on the founding of Korea. Uniting the three kingdoms involved a lot of battling and pillaging. This didn't stop until 936, 18 years into the founding of the country. The political climate remained unstable for many years thereafter as Wang Gon attempted to appease the powerful clans of the late Three Kingdoms period. Ultimately, he tried to assuage everyone by marrying as many of their daughters as humanly possible. All in all, he ended up taking 29 wives. His brilliant plan, of course, spectacularly backfired on him years later when the 29 wives from different clans produced over 20 heirs who engaged in a bloody competition for the throne. To solve this problem, Wangan introduced consanguineous marriages to k o r y o marrying cousins and half-siblings. So, as far as founders of kingdoms go, Wangan was not mysteriously holy or exceptionally competent. which was all the more reason he needed a good foundation myth. But this was the year 918. People were past believing in founders of kingdoms hatching from purple eggs. Besides, too many people knew him from before he became king and and that he came from another human being. But what about the origins of his father's father, Taktegon? Here's the tale of Taktegon. Once upon a time... not too long before the time of Wang Gon, lived a girl named Jinui. Her sister had a strange dream one night. She dreamt of urinating on a mountaintop and the urine flooding the earth. 
When the sister told her about the dream the next morning, Sunni bought the dream from her for a silk dress. Sometime later, the emperor of Tang, who happened to come through the area in disguise, asked Sunni's sister to mend his torn robe. Sunni took over when her sister got a nosebleed. She used the opportunity to get closer to the emperor and eventually gave birth to Takjegon. So, no eggs in this story, no sentient horses or turtles, just prophetic dreams and coincidences. The real coincidence, however, is that the tale of Taktegon is recycled. Swap out the Emperor of Tang with Taejong Muyeolwang, the King of Silla from 654 to 661, and Xinyi with Bunhi, and you have Bunhi Beimong Seolhwa, or the tale of Bunhi who sold her dream. So, who's Bunhi? She's the younger sister of General Kim Yushin, a powerful army man and politician from Silla who was instrumental in aiding Taejong Buyeorang with the war to unify Silla. It seems the king married Kim Yushin's sister for extra protection. Unlike the tale of Chakjegang, which is an oral tradition, the tale of Bunhi is documented in none other than the memorabilia of Three Kingdoms from last week. Here's the excerpt. Munhee's sister, Pohi, dreamt one night that she urinated on top of a hill and the urine flooded the city below. When she told Munhee about the dream next morning, Munhee said, I'll buy this dream. What will you give me in return? asked Pohi. How about a silk dress? said Munhee. Okay. Munhee spread her skirt to catch her dream in it. I give you my dream from last night, said Pohi. Ten days later, Kim Yushin and Kim Chunchu, this was the king's name before he became king, were playing foot volleyball in front of Kim Yushin's house when Kim Yushin stepped on Kim Chunchu's robe on purpose and tore it. Come inside, let's have that mended, said Kim Yushin. And the rest is history. If you're wondering, hey, didn't someone point out the uncanny similarity in the stories? I'm guessing not many people knew about the tale of Bunhi when Korea was founded, given that the memorabilia wasn't written until the end of the Korea dynasty. Even if someone did figure it out, you'll have to be crazy to point out to a king that he's too lazy to make up his own foundation myth. I hope you enjoyed the tale of Chakjegon and the foundation myth of Korea. I'll bring in the next installment in the saga of foundation myths, the tale of how Joseon came to be. Next week on Life in Lines.